on issues concerning civil liberties, privacy, the right to dissent, and even practices of torture by the U.S. government and private corporations. Our guests are leading authorities in their fields from around the country and sometimes internationally. They include authors, lawyers, activists, scholars, and many more. That's Wednesday at 5 p.m. right here on the Progressive Radio Network. PRN, 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 Progressive Radio Network. Stay tuned. Tuned. Stay tuned to PRN.FM for more empowering ideas from progressive voices. We're moving forward, and we hope you're coming with us. Oh, mama, zuma, zuma, bakala. Bakala! The politicians, they're the bakala. Yeah, the bakala that's rotten in the sun. The politician, a person who is professionally involved in politics. A person who acts in a manipulative and devious way, typically to gain advancement within an organization. Google it up. Definition of politician. That's what you get. A person who acts in a manipulative and devious way, typically to gain advancement within an organization. Dumbocraps and repulsivekins. Yep. That's who they are. I am not a liberal. I'm not progressive. Not a dumbocrap or a repulsivekin. No, no, no. I am an American. How about that, huh? Could you handle that out to anyone? Could you imagine a person with a brain so small that they put themselves in to a political party? They become believers in the person who acts in a manipulative and devious way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like those wars, huh? Don't you love that Obama war, you liberal little lying freak, gutless, courageless people? Yeah. Obama. Oh, he's better than Trump. Better than Trump. Disgusting. No military solution. World powers urge Libya de-escalation. France, Britain, Egypt, and the United Arab Emirates. United Arab Emirates. Here comes the king. Here comes the king. Bow to the king. France. Macron the Katzon. Britain. Donald Trump's cousin. Boris Karloff Johnson. Ready to step in from worthless May. May be worthless. 
Oh, don't say that. She's a woman. Can't say that bad about a woman. You only can make fun of freaky men. Tired of hearing your boy, yes. Don't save it. I don't care about the race, the creed, the color, the gender. Good and bad comes in all of them. Anyway, and the United States and Italy have called for an immediate end of hostilities around the Libyan capital, Tripoli, and warned that terrorist groups are attempting to exploit the country's security vacuum. In a rare joint statement issued on Tuesday, the six countries urged Libya's warring parties to return to the United Nations-mediated political process. Politician, political process, a lot of crap shoved down your throat by people that are manipulative and devious, aimed at restoring peace in the sprawling North African state. Quote, there is no military solution in Libya, the statement said. Persistent violence has claimed nearly 1,100 lives and displaced more than 100,000. Renegade military commander Khalifa Haftar's Libya National Army has been battling rival militias since April in a bid to wrestle control of Tripoli from Libya's internationally recognized government of national accord. You know what that is. That's BS. Libya has been mired in chaos since NATO-backed toppling of longtime ruler Muammar Gaddafi in 2011 has split into rival Eastern and Western administrations since 2014. A war brought to you by the murderer. Could anybody say murderer? Obama. You know, I don't like that guy, Gaddafi. You gotta go. I don't like him at all. I want a man here. I don't like the way he's treated his peoples, I tells you. And he jumps on Air Force One with his wife, his mother-in-law, and his kids and takes a trip to Rio right after he announces the beginning of the slaughter, destruction of Libya. That wasn't enough for him, though. Syria came next. Folks, I'm going to close Guantanamo first day in office. By the end of the year, he says. Yep. Repulsivekins and Democrats. Do I got to go into the Repulsivekins? George W., you should be in jail, Bush, for getting us into the war. The Iraq war based on lies, and you didn't like that enough? How about Afghanistan? Still there, still standing in Afghanistan. Yeah, reading these reports coming out about all these poor veterans that are suffering from having been there, realizing what a waste and a loss it was. 20, 20 suicides a day from our poor people, poor, many of them economically, and that's why they went. And all the other suffering that they're going through that they're not dying from, but dying inside. We need help to occupy peace. I've been asking for this for a long time. We're getting very little. We only could do so much. We need some real money to make this happen. And now is the time to do it. Because 
the polls are coming out showing that the soldiers that have fought, plus the American public, are no longer in support of these wars. Occupy peace, bring home the troops, close the 800 bases overseas in 79 countries. Secure the homeland. Put our troops to work rebuilding our rotted third world infrastructure. Rather than giving money to the military industrial complex, the Halliburtons and all the others that start these wars by people that are involved with them and rebuilding other countries that we destroy. And give these troops skills so when they get out, they'll have something to do to earn a living. There's a shortage of skilled labor in the construction field. By putting them to work to rebuild our rotted infrastructure, we will give them great skills to advance the society. Force Congress to vote to go to war, which they have not done since World War II. I am an American. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. Repulsive, can I should have said. Please excuse me. I can read the Constitution. I don't need some clown dressed up in a robe to tell me what it means. Save it, shove it, don't want to hear it. Jack or Jill. Abide by the Constitution, you congressional freaks. Oh, no, we're giving the, uh, well, you know, something could happen real quick. And we got to give the commander in chief, you know, executive orders to start a war without us saying anything because we've got to act quickly. Shove it. Shove it. You're in violation of the Constitution, freak. And finally, with Occupy Peace. With Occupy Peace, we put a referendum on each state ballot where we the people will tell Congress how to vote. Since we are the ones that pay for the war with our money and our lives, not the senator's son. Hey, Trump. Hey, fat boy. Go lead the charge. Go lead the charge. Oh, you beat the Vietnam draft with a bone spur. I had a bone spur. Try to get out. Didn't work. My daddy didn't have the money to pay off a doctor to do it. Yes, my father may rest in peace. Pop, what should I do? I, got, I don't want to go. He said, now listen, I got seven kids. I got enough to do. I taught you enough. You figure it out yourself. And I did. I was too stupid. I was too stupid to be against the war. When I was a kid, I just couldn't imagine me in a foreign country getting shot at. Well, my attitude, I knew they'd have me right on the front lines to get rid of me right away. Obama, send your girls, sign them up. Trump, send your little boy. Hey, Kushner, dress up, go. Can you imagine Chucky Schumer? Hey, Andy Cuomo, go. Every war that we go into, every politician that votes for it should give money themselves, their wife, their kids. Go lead the charge. Go. Or shut your mouth. Occupy Peace. OccupyPeace.com. We're really stuck. We can't move forward without your help. Don't want to do it? Fine. Oh, Salenti, don't be angry. Take that crap, follow orders, do what you're told, 
and don't speak up or fight back. Don't get angry. Be a coward. Look what's going on in South Korea. Excuse me, in Hong Kong. Place about seven and a half million people, two million people out to the street to fight against the Chinese authorities that are going to take them over. You can't get a million people out in this country to do anything. And it's a big deal when they do. And we only have 320, what, six million? Don't get angry. Obey what they tell you to do in school. Don't raise your voice. Don't fight back. Don't get angry. So, how are you today? Hope all is fine. Another day in the global freak show, the greatest freak show on earth. Name the country, name the freak. It's right there before you. Everybody to look at and listen to. So, you know how I have forecast the only person in the world who forecast the gold bull run. Hey, go to our website, trendsjournal.com. Hey, see the cover of the Trends Journal. Hey, what's there? Gold bull run. Breaking news, CNBC, Ray Dalio says gold will be top investment during upcoming paradigm shift for global nations. Hedge fund kingpin, Ray Dalio is seeing a case for gold as central banks get more aggressive with policies that devalue currencies and push investors into more cash-like assets. Hey, listen, I can't compare to Dalio. This guy's like a multi-billionaire, biggest hedge fund in the world. But called it before he did, and so too the Trends Journal subscribers who profited from it. Dalio agrees with Salenti. That's right. We're number one in trend forecasting. It's right there on June 6th. We sent out a trend alert to all our subscribers and a press release to 14,000 people in the media of the coming gold bull run. And gold is running. Again, top story in your Trends Journal, front page, front and center. Right now, we're looking at gold at $1,421.50. When I made that forecast, gold was nearly $100 lower. Get ready for the Greatest Depression. Now they're going to keep it going for a while. I believe it's going to happen in 2021. That's when it will be done. <laughs> yep. 
Ray Dalio, top investment advisor, hedge fund kingpin, Ray Dalio, hedge fund kingpin. I want to be a hedge fund kingpin. When I was a kid, there was no such thing as hedge funds, private equity groups. That's when you had a middle class before they took everything over. And speaking of a middle class, now there's no class. It's lost. I went to a um, street festival in Athens, New York, about 30 minutes north of Kingston over here. About the, the, packed. It's a great little town right on the river. Used to have pocketbook factories there. Um, Grumman was making things there. It was a very, very prosperous place. I mean, now it's New Yorkers are moving there, but the street fair was mostly with local people. When I was a young guy, they used to have a song, standing on the corner, watching all the girls go by. That's right. I like lovely women. Huh? I'm an Italiano, Napolitano. We have romance in our blood. If that's not for you, that's okay. It means you can't look in love and feel that passione. I know, I know, I gotta be LGBT, MSMSB, QRXT, UVW, transgender, this and that. That's okay, but I can't be a romantic Italiano. And all I ever wanted to do is kiss the girls. And I have the proof in my book, What Zizzy Gave Honey Boy. There's a picture of me and Teresa in our first communion, holding hands deeply in love. In the Catholic Church, they teach you that you reach the age of reason at seven years old. I did. Mm, we used to kiss in religious instructions. Now they have me locked up. It's not politically correct. That's right. Because... There's nothing correct about a politician, a person who acts in a manipulative and devious way. Why would I want to be politically correct? You can't say that, that you appreciate lovely women. And, you know, I was married a long time. A load of girlfriends, nice ones. Not a load, a number of them. Treat them all with passion and respect. But you're not allowed to do that anymore. So going back to being up in Athens, and maybe the girls want to stand on the corner and watch the men go by. I'm mentioning this because both men and women that I saw in the street, levels of overweight and obesity that was shocking. People much younger than me on these electric bikes, or not bikes, these electric things, like these big things that they're sitting on because they can't walk to move them around. We never used to have those like when you went into supermarkets. They're everywhere now. I don't go into places like Walmart's or those places, but I've been in there one or two times and see them. 
So what's happening to society? Obesity levels are skyrocketing. And it's costly to the country in spirit and in money. There's a, uh, a story is on CNBC as well about people going ugly. And it was about how the styles that people are buying, the clothing styles, shoe styles, they don't have any grace or elegance anymore. And it's true. You look around. It's terrible. The level of self-respect has fallen sharply. And to me, Trump is the shadow of America. What he puts out is what a lot of America has become. And Obama before him, but just in a different way. We will not have liberty, love, joy, and beauty without peace on earth. It elevates things. You could talk about all you want about the plant-based foods and organic and this trend and that trend. One of our top trends this year is ready to explode. the weight problems that are weighing down this country. You can't be happy as a young person or an older one by being so out of shape. So anyway, that was what I saw when I went up to Athens. It was very sad. Very sad. You know, we have all the data in our trends 2000, in our top trends 2019 story about ready to explode. And the cost to the nation is hundreds of billions of dollars each year. But more than that, it's the, you know, what it's doing to the mind, the body, and the spirit. So, anyway. Going back to gold, when you hear a guy like Ray Dalio say it, then it becomes something. <laughs> nah, when Salenti says it, that's different. I think there is, I think, excuse me, <clears throat> Dalio, founder of the world's largest hedge fund, <clears throat> wrote in a LinkedIn post that investors have been pushed into stocks and other assets that have equity-like returns. As a result, too many people are holding these types of securities and likely to face diminishing returns. Quote, I think these are unlikely to be good real returning investments and that those that will most likely do best 
will be those that do well when the value of money is being depreciated and domestic and international conflicts are significant. Such as gold. The Bridgewater Associate Leader said, additionally, for reasons I will explain in the near future, most investors, most investors are underweighted in such assets, meaning that if they just wanted to have a better balanced portfolio to reduce risk, they would have more of this sort of asset. For this reason, I believe that it would be both risk-reducing and return-enhancing to consider gold to one portfolio, one's portfolio. I will soon send out an explanation of why I believe that gold is an effective portfolio diversifier. Hey, you don't have to wait for Dalio. Don't have to wait for Dalio. Don't have to wait for Dalio. It's in your trends journal in detail. 129 dollars a year, right? Nothing. You would have made that in a second. If you subscribe to the Trends Journal, the gold run, what is the trend are you prepared? Gold will run as forecast. And our 6 June trend alert, when gold was $1,332 per ounce, we forecasted a series of converging trend lines, including, quote, weakening economic fundamentals and how central banks will address them from Australia cutting interest rates to new lows, to China inventing money-pumping schemes to artificially inflate falling equities and its sagging economies with cheap money would ignite the next gold bull run. Gold has jumped to six years highs, hitting $1,338.63 announced in late June. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Global economic slowdown. The data don't lie. Global trade growth has slowed to its lowest rate since the panic of 08. And I could go on and on and on. It's always been about interest rates. Now, a 27 March trend alert we forecast that a global economic slowdown and weakening corporate earnings in the U.S., coupled with the fading positive effects of President Donald Trump's tax bill, would compel the U.S. Federal Reserve, quote, to lower interest rates before economic conditions markedly deteriorate. And now they are saying they're going to do it. Australia, poof, their interest rates now are lowest on record. Europe, they're in negative territory, they're going to go lower. One after another, one after another, one country after another, lowering rates, lowering rates, making their digital currencies printed on nothing and backed by nothing more and more worthless. I don't give financial advice. Do what you want to do. Pop, 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 pop. Yep. Trends Journal, Occupy Peace, put your money where your mind is, put your money where your heart is.
We are going into the greatest depression. You're going to have to, if you want to, think for yourself, prepare, prevail, to prosper. Now is the time to take measures. As I say, prepare for the worst. If you prepare for the worst and the worst doesn't happen, you didn't lose anything. But if the worst happens and you haven't prepared for anything, you can lose everything. You have nothing to lose by preparing. <clears throat> Except valuable time. Yep. And now, add on to that Beyond the economic slowdown, <clears throat> China just registered its lowest GDP in 27 years. Beyond that, you're heating up a war over there in the Middle East. Yep. United States, Israel, Saudi Arabia against Iran. Market shock, mass murder, one hour, 2018 trends. Could you imagine they hijacked an Iranian oil tanker with the belief that it was going to dump off oil? to Syria, which is against the European Union's uh, sanctions. <clears throat> Who the hell are they They're telling anybody what to do? <clears throat> Could you imagine if Iran took a British ship or an American oil tanker? Oh, then it's different. America could do anything they want. <clears throat> We're the exceptionals. Exceptionally murderous. Exceptionally unhealthy. Exceptionally tied to the political freaks that they support. Yep. So when you start putting all the information together, gold bull run is running. We're going to be back in a few. Stay tuned. Yeah, I'm not known as a gadget guy, but I love gadgets that really do the trick, like the new app. The Progressive Radio Network has an app, thanks to our friends at Audio Now. Hey, this is Mark Farrell, host of Insight on Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we broadcast live out of New York City. But if you can't catch the show live, no frets. It's always archived. It's always on the app. Download it now. Listen now. Listen later whenever you want. The Progressive Radio Network app is available from our friends at Audio Now. Check it out. Get your daily dose of happy each morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on PRN. LOA Today is expanding to appear on PRN now five mornings per week, Monday through Friday. I'm Walt Keeson, the host of LOA Today. 
way you start your day sets the tone for the rest of the day, so start it happy. We explore the realm of positive psychology, the law of attraction, and the power of positive thinking, and we have a heck of a lot of fun in the process. You'll find yourself smiling each morning. That's LOA Today, weekday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time here on PRN. Hey, it's Jesse, PRN Station Manager. I have an exciting announcement for our amazing listeners. PRN has a new voicemail line that will allow you to connect better with our hosts. If you can't listen live but have a question or comment for one of our hosts, just call 862-800-6805. That's 862-800-6805. This feature will allow your voice to be heard on your favorite PRN show. Thank you for listening to the Progressive Radio Network. This is PRN, Progressive Radio Network, your voice for independent views. This is Gerald Salenti back on Progressive Radio Network with Trends This Week. Yep. And if anybody has any questions, answers, or whatever, whatever, feel free to call it 888-874-4888-888-874-4888. A lot of eights in there. Okay. I was talking about Iran. I ran all the way home just to say I'm sorry. Iran. So, Europe tries to save Iran deal. European foreign ministers said the 2015 nuclear deal with Iran can still be saved despite. This is propaganda, and this is why I'm reading this. How they write it. This is a trend lesson, actually. This is what we do to see the future. You have to look through the language. So you don't get caught up in the lies and you just stay with the facts. Despite recent U.S. and Iranian threats to further undermine the agreement. That's the Wall Street Journal. Further, Iranian, U, recent U.S. and Iranian threats. The United States unilaterally and illegally pulled out of the 2015 agreement. But yet the way they write it, despite recent U.S. and Iranian threats. It's the United States that scuttled the deal and launched economic warfare against Iran. Quote, 
We are looking to find a way to preserve the nuclear deal, which we think is the best way of keeping the Middle East as a whole nuclear weapon free. UK Foreign Secretary Jeremy Hunt said. Jeremy Hunt, huh? Hunt. A little jerk. Best way of keeping the Middle East as a whole nuclear weapon free. Could you spell Israel, Hunt? Oh, no, we don't know. That doesn't count. They're not in the Middle East. They're in the land that God gave them. Hey, they just found a skull over 200,000 years old. When did God give them that land? Oh, 4,000 years ago around there? Nobody was there before. No, God gave it to us, says it right here, paragraph 3, section 8 in the Torah. Look, I don't want to hear about anybody's religious beliefs. Keep them to yourself. I got my own. It's not what this is about. You took the land. And now you have what? Depending on whose numbers you look at, about 400 nuclear weapons or warheads. But he says, keeping the Middle East as a whole nuclear free. So it's okay for Israel to have nuclear weapons, but Iran can't. Or right for the United States to have nuclear weapons, but Iran can't. I think Iran should say what everybody else should be doing. We don't want you to have nuclear weapons. Uh, Pakistan, get rid of them, India. Hey, France, no more. UK, F you. Okay, we got a caller. We got Bruce in Tennessee. Hey, good hearing from you, Bruce. Hey, John. How are you doing? Listen, Uh, I missed your broadcast last week, but I noticed it wasn't in the archives. Why is that? What's that? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Hello, Bruce. We lost Bruce. I think he said last week's trends in the news broadcast wasn't in the archives. So, folks at PRN, got to get on it. Okay, all right. Anyway, so they got to get it back on air. What's going on, you guys? How come this isn't on the archives? Did I say something that offended somebody? You want to put it up there? <laughs> and then staying on Iran. The Spanish foreign minister, Josep Borrell, has been nominated to be the EU's next foreign policy chief, said Europe is doing everything it can to avoid the deal collapsing. He lashed out at the United States, attempts to impose, quote, an economic blockade, end quote, on Iran, and said Spain would participate in a European trade mechanism intended to keep commerce going between Europe and Iran. Well, good for him. 
And so PRN got back to me and says, the archives are up to date. Dun, da, da, da. And so again, if anybody has any questions, answers, calls at 888-874-4888. So, you look at the data, before I was talking about, um, you know, how tough it is being an Italian-American in an uptight American place now, this identity politics stuff. Can't have opposite sex attracting anymore without getting called out on it. I'm afraid to look at a lovely lady anymore. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm not kidding either. You know, I don't want to be accused of anything. Because <clears throat> that's what you could do now. You could accuse anybody of anything, provide no proof, and it becomes a fact. Just like them Russians hacked into the uh, DNC, right? Yeah, it keeps going on that. Cartoon News Network did a big thing on it yesterday. Just repeated garbage. They made it sound like it was all new. Not one hard piece of evidence. So... Rather than being an Italiano, a Napolitano, born in the Bronx, I'm the luckiest man in the world. A Napolitano, born in the Bronx, the luckiest man in the world. Because you're born to be free. As Neapolitans, you know, it was the richest seaport in the world for generations. So it was conquered many times. So, being that we didn't want to stay conquered, we learned how to fight. But again, don't get angry, don't fight, swallow their crap, don't forget to vote. So being a Napolitano from the Bronx, you grew up in the Bronx, you know, I moved out when I was a young kid, but still young enough that I got gotten in fights because I was a little kid, so I tried to get bullied. So, you get bullied, you don't go home crying, you learn how to fight. So you have that spirit of being your own person. And of course, you know, every nationality has different spirits. I know I'm not allowed to say that. I know the Italians, I mean, we're just like those uh, Norwegians. <laughs> it's a different culture. But, again, you're not allowed to be different anymore. If you want to be, you got to go with what they're selling. And right now, sex bots are coming. Scientists are digisexuals. Say digisexuals inevitable as more people bond with robots. Yep. A new report published by the Journal of Sexual and Relationship Therapy argues that before long, sex bots will be able to look, speak, 
and act like real people. Come on, what are you talking about? You're printing this crap. But that's what's going on. Because one of our other trends in the Trends Journal is high-tech heroin. People are addicted, can't get off them. You see the data there. People would rather spend time on their phones and social media than meet in person. Hey, we got caller uh, E from Edgewater. How you doing there, E? Hiya, Gerald. How Hello are there. You? Hello? Hello? Yeah, can, can you, you he- hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. What's up? Yeah. Uh, everything is, uh, you know, going down, but gold might be going up. Remember back in history class, we learned about the gold rush. There's gold in them there hills. They needed people to go populate the western half of the country and fix it up, make towns and cities and build it all up. So they told them, go get the gold to go risk their lives over the continental divide and slaughter all the Native Americans, all because of gold. Yeah. Gold could could have been used to help humanity, especially in the dentist department, where all the dentists tell me gold is the best material to use to fill cavities. Gold should be the same price as copper, but unfortunately for us, we made gold this precious, important thing that we all hoard after, and we're, like, hypnotized by it. And it's been since the beginning of, 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 man, of probably Jesus Christ was murdered probably because of gold. Everything bad that's happened in this world is because of gold, Gerald. And it's not gold itself, because it's a beautiful, great thing that could have been utilized by humanity. But instead, we made it into this important, great thing. When gold goes to $3,000 an ounce, then what? Well, I don't think gold... I, I hear what you're saying, and it, you know, I didn't... What, what you said about the gold rush and, and the slaughter of the, the Native Americans, you know, I, I never knew that, but I, I could appreciate what you're saying. But we slaughtered them for other reasons as well. And you, if you want to talk about uh, reasons being... Uh, fighting wars about gold, and you said that's what it's been about. Not really. How about oil? You think we would have invaded Iraq and Libya and want to get into Venezuela if their major export was broccoli? So it's more than that. It's more than just gold. And no, gold could never be the price of copper because gold is very very rare. And there's a shortage of it, and they're having trouble finding more of it. And compared to... um, Because everybody's hoarding it. No, that's not it. Copper is, there's there's much more abundance of copper than gold. And so, uh, I, I, you know, the point I'm not making, I was making, I'm not making Gerald, a case the that, point that I was making was that gold, if it was the price of copper, people could afford to use it to fill their teeth with instead of mercury fillings into children's mouths and poisoning them and poisoning society with this mercury crap 
we could have used gold and we would have no, been you safe. Can't be, no, you can't because it's supply and demand. You wouldn't have enough. How come, how come all the rappers can afford to have gold in their teeth? I'm they not, because they're it? paying it the extra money for it. No, huh? look, yeah, I don't want to get into a. It's supply and demand. You, it's like you, you cannot put that kind of product out there and have so many people use. There's not enough of it. I'm telling you, there is not enough of it. And anyway, we don't have a lot of time left. I got a couple of more callers. So I'll talk to you the next time. We got Paula from Florida. Hello, Paula. Hello, Gerald. I will give you a calm question pertaining to gold. Two of them, actually. The first one is, okay, I'm in total agreement of what you're saying with gold, but where do we safely store it? Uh, Gary once said, you know, go rent a storage locker and put it in there. I'm in total disagreement with that statement. And then the second part of the question is, what percentage of your total net value should you have invested in the gold? All right. On the second part, I am not permitted to do that because okay. I would then be accused of being a financial advisor and I'm not registered okay. as one. So I can't say okay. that. Speaking only okay. for myself, only for myself, yes, I sir. would have, if I was had other assets, no less than 10% in gold. Okay, for, got it. Only speaking for myself. That is not financial advice. For me, I do more. Number two, where do you put it? Use your mind to consider where to keep it. If you had to hide something, where would you hide it and how would you hide it? And how would anybody find it if they didn't know you had it and didn't know where it is? And I'm just going to put that out there without going further on that. And, and I agree with Gary on the sense of, I don't know if he said this, but to put it in a, a storage lock, I didn't, I, I'm not saying that. But if the reason he's saying that is because if you keep it in the bank and there's a bank holiday, da -na 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 holiday, you know, that's what they called it in 1933. And they may call it again when this markets crash. And they'll say that there's been a terrorist, this or that. We're, be, we're going into everybody's safe deposit boxes to see mm -hmm. what's in there and blah, 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 blah. So I would not keep it for myself, speaking only for myself. And by the way, again, Paula, the motto of the Trends Research Institute's Trends Journal is think for yourself. I would not put it in a safety deposit box in a bank because I also believe that there'll be a good shot at calling in all the gold again. And okay. uh, they'll, they'll blame it on terrorism, whatever other lie they can make up, and confiscate it again. My father may rest in peace. Right, my, my grandfather, and my, on my mother's side, may they all rest in peace. He, my father was telling me the story when I was a kid about how when Roosevelt called in all the gold. And my grandfather had a good bunch of it. And he starts packaging it up. And... Uh, my father said, what, the, what are you doing? And my grandfather said, they're calling it in, so I'm bringing it back. I'm going to, you know. And my father, don't do that. <laughs> but my grandfather did it anyway. 
God. Let's go so, back to you know, I write, I have a book, it's called What Zizzy Gave Honey Boy. I mentioned before about, there's a photo of me and Teresa kissing and uh, holding hands in our first communion. And in that book, I write about my grandfather as well. He was so proud to be an American that he was the first person online voting every election day. It was such <laughs> a different America when you were so proud to have, be free. You know, like I say, like, I'm, I couldn't be me if I was born in Vico Quentz or, 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 or um, Altavella Erpina in, in, uh, in Avellino in Italy. Uh, I'm me because I was born in the Bronx. I'm an American. I would have been caught in their culture. And now we're losing our freedom to be who we are, the way we are, and what we are. And now we're living by dictates of moronic... Do you know in, in, in New York, two, I think like a week and a half before the end of the session, they passed like 1,300 bills. <laughs> so we don't have freedom anymore. Any other questions, Paula? I think I'm good. Thank you very much, Gerald. And you have a wonderful week. And I you too. Thank you so much. <clears throat> so here we are. Middle of July, heating up, heating up. Nah, there's no such thing as climate change. I don't get in those arguments. Not at all. All I say is if you dump trillions of tons of poison, into the earth, into the water and into the air, do you think it'll have any kind of a negative effect? And I say forget about climate change. Let's stop poisoning us with the stuff they're dumping in our food into the water and into the air. Let's just hit that kind of part. This thing is going down. People are feeling it. In life and in the economy. The public's view of the future has diminished to levels we've never seen in recent history. Yep. When I was a young guy, the reports that used to come out, the future always used to look brighter. And now they come out and more and more people are pessimistic about the future. But I mentioned before about how technology can become addicted. High-tech heroin. Social media use linked to depression in teens. New Canadian study. Yep. Research has concluded that depressive symptoms were a result of the young people comparing themselves to images that are unable to attain on sites such as Instagram. The screen time was measured by asking students how many blah, 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 what we found over and over was the effects of social media were much larger than any 
of the other effects for the other types of digital screen time. Researchers call it the first study of its kind that presents, quote, a developmental analysis of variations in depression and various time types of screen time. Exposes young people to images that promote upward social comparison and makes them feel bad about themselves. These sort of echo chambers, these reinforcing spirals also continually expose them to things that promote or reinforce their depression. And that's why it's particularly toxic depression, they say. The average time researchers found teens spend looking at a digital screen, you ready? Six to seven hours a day. And as I mentioned, when you get less and less healthy, put on more and more excess weight, And then you go on Instagram, as they say here, and compare themselves to images that they're unable to attain. It makes that depression deeper. So let's rise above it. And to me, the only way we're going to do it is with peace and love. Peace and love. That's what I'm for. Yep. You could report me for that. And you can go to Occupy Peace if you don't believe me. <laughs> OccupyPeace.com. Thank you again for tuning in to Progressive Radio Network. Do all you can to help support Progressive Radio Network. Subscribe to the Trends Journal, Money Back Guarantee. That it's the only magazine where you will read history before it happens. And consider occupying peace instead of living in fear and terror. This is Gerald Salenti. See you next week. Tell Luna, Mitzi, Mama, Mimi, Mama, Daddy.